Break yourself, fool! and welcome to another episode of the Jackson Reaction Podcast. I'm Gene Jackson along with... The real Rosie J, Rose Jackson. There she is. We are back again and uh, got a little bit of exciting news, or I think it is this week. Uh, the Jackson Reaction Podcast is now available uh, in more forums than ever. Uh, of course, you can get it at jacksonreactionpodcast.com. But now it is also available on iTunes. People who have iTunes can go and subscribe to our podcast. And each and every week when we put up a new episode, it will pop up right there in your iPod. You don't have to go look for it. You don't have to go download it. It's right there each and every week via iTunes. However, if you're like me and you're not an iTunes guy, I'm not an iPod guy, I'm not iTunes, I, I just I don't dig it. We're also available now on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. You can download the free app today. You can listen anytime, anywhere. Stitcher is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, create custom playlists. Over 40,000 shows are available on Stitcher. You can go and rate and review our show on there. It'll help us out, help get us uh, more promotable and higher up on the food chain there at Stitcher. It's available on iOS, Android Nook, and Kindle Fire as well in over four million car dashboards. It's on demand, it's on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcast. Go to stitcher.com today and get the free app and the app store or also at the jacksonreactionpodcast.com. There is a big player to the right hand side. You can click play, it's right there. All the episodes are in line and you can listen to it there. So. A lot of easy ways to go find it. We're on Google Music now, so uh, we'll keep possibly adding uh, more more ways to hear the Jackson Reaction Podcast. So if you've been listening to it, or if this is your first time, if you like it, share it on Facebook, tweet it out, let people know that we're doing this, and uh, we appreciate any and all feedback that we can get. Yes, we do. So this week's episode, uh, as you may have seen on the title, is entitled our KY experience, Kentucky that is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows this, but uh, for a nine month stretch back in, what, that, that was what, 2012? 2012 into 13. Um, due to my job, my real job, uh, we got moved to, I got moved to Owensboro, Kentucky which resulted in us living in Lewisport, Kentucky. Uh, if you've never heard of Lewisport, Kentucky, there's no reason you should have. Uh, there's not much to know about Lewisport, Kentucky other than it has a truck stop with a subway, it has an IGA market, it has an Italian pizza restaurant, and at one time it was home to Mean Jeans Burgers. Yes, and was, it still has the sign up for Mean right. Jeans Burgers. It's, um, they tried to paint over it, yeah. but the paint's fading off, and you can see Mean Jean's bald head protruding out from under that sign, um, which I thought was interesting. We had a dollar store. We did. That's true. We dollar, had a dollar General. Store, and the IGA in the gas station was all in one. 
Yes, it was and, a grocery store explain, with a gas station. To explain what an IGA is, which I didn't know what an IGA... I've never heard of an IGA Mart until we moved to Kentucky. It It's a grocery... Basically, it's a full-size grocery store with a gas station built on, which has fantastic chicken fingers. Oh, my God, did we love those chicken fingers. Yes. They were good. They were good. That was our treat. Like, uh, on Sunday, I worked... Most of the time I worked six days a week uh, from about, I left out at 7.30 in the morning and I usually got home after 7.30 at night, sometimes much later than 7.30 at night. And on my one day off on Sundays, um, we usually went to the IGA, got us a mess of chicken fingers and went to the park. And, and did our people watching thing, which is where we we sit, we watch people we crack jokes, and it, it, I'm sure some people think that that's very harsh of us. But hey, cheap entertainment didn't cost anything. We were happy, so. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the place, I, the company I was working for uh, didn't. I mean, I didn't, really didn't have a clear, uh, concise time frame on how long we were going to be there. I was just told don't sign a six month lease. So to find a place that had no lease at all, we had to go. To Lewisport, which was about 16, 18 miles out of Owensboro, a one-bedroom apartment. Yes. Um, Furnished apartment, which was fantastic because we didn't have to go buy a bunch of furniture. We didn't have to take anything out of storage. But uh, being one bedroom and a very small, two, basically a two-room apartment, you had with a twin bed in with the a, one with bedroom. a tw- with a twin bed in the bedroom. I slept on the couch usually. Jean slept in the bed, um, which I migrated to the floor uh, later in time. Went through how many air mattresses during um, the course of nine Seven. Months? Seven yeah. air mattresses I went through. Almost once, almost one once a month. Once a month at least. Um, but I had to quit my job to move there to, to be with Jean. And so I'm there, no job, all day long in a one-bedroom apartment. I don't know how to kill myself, but... Well, and, and my my area manager, you know, said, don't tell her not to get a job because you're not going to be here that long. And not that long to them, apparently, was nine months, yeah. which to me but is long. I have to say, though, living in Alabama all my life, I've never lived in another state. I'm from Alabama. I've lived here. I grew up here. Uh, you know, it, it was an experience for me because I'm going, you know, six to eight hours this way and seeing things that I've never seen. You know, live in places that have things that aren't what we have here. And for, I guess, for better lack of terms, I felt like we stepped back into 1984. Because Lewisport was not a very updated community or town, for that matter. It's very old school. You know, very... I mean, and I have to say, everybody in Kentucky kind of reminded me of home a little bit, but... I, home in the 80s because everybody was very friendly. Like, I could go in stores, and I mean, I'd always thought living so close to somewhere like Indiana or Illinois, for that matter, because we were only, what, like 11 miles outside of Tell City, Indiana? Yes. We were right on the Ohio River, so you cross over the Ohio, and you're in Indiana. I'd always thought that Northerners were assholes. And we did meet a few when we would go to, like, Illinois and Indiana on our day you know or sunday trip or weekend trip or whatever we'd take yeah and um but for the most part everybody was really southern oriented to be so close to a northern border 
and and it amazed me. Yeah, because you know the the stereotype is that Alabama's so backward and Mississippi's so backward. Which you know, you're from Alabama, I'm from Mississippi, and we've both lived in Alabama together now for quite a few years, and and we're considered so backward and outdated, but yet. Kentucky, while not considered a northern state, but it's northern to us, it's farther north, it's six six hours north of us, uh, did feel more backwards, at least in the area we were in. <clears throat> Probably not across the state necessarily, but in the area we were in, it definitely felt uh, backwards. But, um, you know, we were just out in the country. We, were out, we had an apartment that was in the middle of fields on each side, you know, each side and as far as you tracks. can see. Yes, and there were train <laughs> tracks. Uh, and, how many yards would you say? Uh, like I could see it from the the front window. Yeah, I mean, the we, there were train tracks, you know, fifty yards from from our apartment. So our first night spending the night there was like that scene in My Cousin Vinny. You know, at, at two in the morning, the train comes rumbling through and just shakes that little apartment. Poor uh, our cat BB, you know, or just about <laughs> jumped out of her fur. Because she'd never experienced anything like that. And uh, I guess you get used to things because the first week or two, every time that train come through, you'd wake up and, and like I say, it would shake the whole place. And after a couple of months, I wouldn't even know that it went through at night. I was yeah. completely oblivious. Every now and then, I would wake up in the middle of the night and hear it. Or if I didn't hear it, I would wake up, which, yeah. which was weird. I thought that was weird. Yeah. But... I mean, as far as the the living in Kentucky part, I don't know. For as much as I, I wanted to leave at the end of the nine months, I was ready to hang myself from depression. Um, I did enjoy it. I did have some joys of it. And I, I think, and you will agree on this, my, my one joy, I've never lived close to a state line. So to me, every trip to Indiana was magical. Yeah, I, I mean, that was, that was a fun little, <laughs> like... In less time than we could go to Gadsden right now, for people in this area that can relate the two, um, <clears throat> you know, we were cl we were far enough from Owensboro and close enough to Tell City, Indiana, to where when we made our weekly trek to Walmart for groceries and you know toiletries and things of that nature, or on by payday when we'd go have our big Mexican dinner and uh, things like that, we would just go to Indiana, you know, because it was 12 miles away. And the first time we went. You know, Rosie, like she said, she hasn't really lived outside of Alabama and hadn't been to a whole lot of states um, in general. And so we we travel over to Walmart or wherever it was. <clears throat> we cross back over the Ohio River uh, into Kentucky, and she's like, "Oh my God, we were just in Indiana! Like that's so cool. We we were in Indiana." And I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. You know, we were in Indiana." Well, this went on for the almost the entire nine months we were there. She was equally as amused. Every single time. Almost every time, you know, she was in amazement that we had left our house and in the course of an hour had left one state into the other and then returned. Not to mention the fact that Indiana is a lot different from Alabama in that you can go into the Walmart Supercenter and they have liquor in the wall. Like there's in stands of Jack Daniels and, and Crown Royal and, and, and like hard that. Hard liquor. Which like. was amazing to us. I mean, <laughs> it was just odd. You know, just, you know, kids are walking by and there's the Crown Royal display. And I don't know, it's just, it's, it, things like that up there are just, it's different. But 
Um, yeah, it was cute that she was always so amused about going to Indiana. But unfortunately, because of the hours that I worked and because of uh, how in short supply our money was, because like say, you know, we didn't have her get a job, so we just had, you know, what I made. So we didn't get to go as much as we wanted to and see there's a lot more stuff up there we could have seen that we wanted to see, that we had intentions to see, uh, that we just never got the opportunity to. But like you were saying a minute ago, you know, you were ready to hang yourself by the end of the nine months. But I think the main reason that was is because you were stuck out in a one-bedroom apartment, you and the cat, and, <clears throat> you know, your biggest um, thing to look forward to was going to Kroger, and going or, to McDonald's, or going to McDonald's to get, get the coffee, coffee because there wasn't a, there wasn't a <laughs> McDonald's anywhere close by, so it was an event to go through and get a coffee. Which it bears mentioning that at the the Owensboro, or at least all the ones in that area, Evansville as well, all drinks, no matter what size, were a dollar. Were a dollar. Yep. So we were amazed. We were almost as amazed at that as we were at the Indiana thing. So like, you couldn't buy trash by McDonald's and not get a drink because hell, they were only a dollar. Why wouldn't you? So, uh, and we were quite excited because at the time we left Alabama, McDonald's hadn't had bagels in ten years, and we got up there and they had the breakfast bagels, and we were like, well, we're staying. We're never going back. Now. Yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. And then the next time we went back to Alabama to visit, it turns out they were down here too. So yeah, it wasn't anything know, special. Wasn't a big deal then, so that kind of bummed us out. <laughs> yeah. but, but the but the few times we did get to travel and go places, um, they do have some very unusual things in throughout Kentucky. You've got a lot of the distilleries that are in Kentucky. Oh, there, yeah. Jim Bean, Maker's Mark. Kentucky Gentleman was there in Owensboro. Ex I drove by it every day. Every day. Every day. I mean, it's just, it, I don't know, it was just a, a neat thing to be in an area of, you know, a state like that that has that thing as, as a trade, as a commodity trade. And also to see the tobacco fields. I was amazed by that yeah. because I had never seen just wild growing out in its environment tobacco. I'd always seen the finished product. I mean, they have the hang yeah. houses where they hang up the tobacco when it dries and you would see it hanging out there at various times after they cut the fields and that was interesting to me. And then the gigantic fields of sunflowers everywhere yeah, was just amazing. We would drive through, I think it was what, Elizabethtown when we drove through that time? Mm -hmm. They had like tons of just fields of sunflowers everywhere and it was just beautiful. Yeah, uh, We went through Fort Knox. Yes, We, we did travel through Fort Knox. Um, we actually, you know, went all the way up through to Lexington and Nicholasville because you had to go to work one of the lots there. Yeah, and I really wish we'd have had more time to see Lexington because Lexington really beautiful. is a beautiful place. There's a lot of a lot of sites to see. There are a lot of historical things there that I know you especially would have found <clears throat> would have found I'm, interesting. We just didn't have the the time or the means to do it, but. Um, I, that's somewhere someday I would like to make a point to make take a little mini vacation up to Lexington sometime because it is a very nice place. Well, Nicholasville wasn't bad. No, I, I mean it's a suburb. I mean, it was of a Lexington. suburb of Lexington. Uh, that's where we mm. enjoyed our frishes for the first time. I'd never experienced a frishes, and uh, for people that don't know what frishes is, I guess the closest equivalent we can equivalent to it would be the icon they have standing out in front of it, the big boy. Yeah. Which is basically like diner style, you know, hamburgers and kind of like 
in a way, I guess, almost like a Shoney's, but... You know, a Shoney's at one time had the big boy, and then uh, whatever the story is of how the big boy went away from Shoney's. And then there's a chain of big boy restaurants up yeah. north when I went to Ohio and uh, up through there. I've seen them. <clears throat> but Frisch's has apparently bought the rights to the big boy. They have the big boy standing outside. There's pictures of us with the big boy that I'll probably attach to the page of this podcast. But um, their food is more true to the original... Bob's Big Boy Restaurant and the original Shoney's where it's it's burgers and it's it's not quite like Shoney's has kind of went out in left field now and added a lot you know spaghetti and a lot of weird shit that you know you shouldn't have at Shoney's and you know why would you but anyway um, excellent hamburgers oh yes um, you tell about the hamburger that you had because I never would have if I wouldn't have been there to witness it I never would have believed you'd have had you would have ate this so <laughs> tell about your favorite there double bacon cheeseburger butter burger with tartar sauce yes now I, I wouldn't have thought I could have put a gun to your head and got you to eat tartar sauce on a burger but it was good but that was the best bacon cheeseburger I had ever had fabulous Fabulous. It was good. It was good stuff. And um, if we ever do make our way up there to Lexington, we will definitely be be hitting that up again. But now, you know, I stayed in Nicholasville. I think it was like four days, four three days. days, something like that. Mm-hmm. So when I would get off work, we would go out and eat. So one night we had frishes, uh, and then another night we saw what looked like a, a interesting Mexican restaurant because. Little known fact about the Jacksons, we eat a lot of Mexican food. Love the Mexican food. We love the Mexican food. We love cheese dip way more than we should. But uh, we went to this place, and you had what you will say to this day is the greatest fajitas you've ever had in your life. Yes. The which is another picture I'll be adding, but go ahead. Pineapple fajitas. I've never in my life had fajitas served inside a pineapple. They... cook the pineapple and the fajita stuff and they put it inside the pineapple and then cook it. And And that's the key because you can find fajitas with pineapple sliced up in there. That's not special. But this is literally inside the the pineapple the stuff was cooked. Yes, it was the most unique thing and I think it was like 20 something bucks just for this. That was steep but you know. It was was so unique and then the whole time I'm sitting there eating it, people that are coming in are watching me eat this out of this pineapple. And they're asking me, how is that? And I'm like, it's good. And then other people in there started ordering it when they came in. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't find anything like that here. And to me, that was the most unique thing I ate while I was there. Yeah, because there's been a couple times you got excited and thought you had found it because it said, you know, fajitas with pineapple. But then it's just fajitas with some pineapple sliced up in there. It's exactly, not, which is good. Know, which yeah. is good if you've never had that. But, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's nothing like the pineapple fajitas I had in Nicholasville. So, when we had time, you know, Owensboro is a pretty big town. If you had to compare Owensboro to a town that anybody listening, like our friends um, that are listening to this who are in the... Similar you know, to Huntsville, I yeah. guess, but maybe a little smaller maybe a little than smaller Huntsville. than Huntsville, yeah. um, but bigger than Gadsden. Yeah, bigger than Gadsden. Maybe Tupelo, Mississippi, for, yes. those, for those familiar with Tupelo. That, that I'd say would be, be more a, accurate. a fine comparison. Um, you know, they had... Target and a Walmart. They had White Castle, which I was really psyched about when we moved there, but then theirs wasn't that good, so I think I only ate there one time. Yeah. Um, But quite a few restaurants that we didn't 
you know don't have down here and never had before like that uh what was that sandwich place that you liked um long island subs yeah yeah, yeah. and so uh, there was a really good Red Lobster that we went and oh, had uh, endless shrimp. Endless shrimp at that, that was the death of me and you near. <clears throat> yeah, that was um, that was one of the most memorable endless shrimp uh, feasts we ever had. But anyway, there was a lot of cool stuff there in Owensboro, and one of the things that we had noticed, I think, the very first day we were there, because when when I first went there for this job, we crammed all our stuff in a van and headed up there on a Sunday and I think I was supposed to start work on like a win Tuesday or Wednesday something like that so we had to get up there find a place all this in the course of a couple of days so we show up on a Sunday and uh, we're driving around trying to find a hotel and we noticed there is a um, museum there uh, an art museum Owensboro Museum <clears throat> of Art and History yeah of art and history so you, I mean, you immediately pointed that out. And go, hey, we got to check that out. <clears throat> so fast forward, probably what three, four months at least. At least. Uh, we finally, I managed to get a half day off during the week, and we went to the museum in Owensboro, which leads to a fun story <laughs> of Rosie nearly getting us kicked out of a museum, and everybody thinks, oh, sweet Rosie, she wouldn't get you kicked out of anywhere, but she did. She nearly got us kicked out of the museum well, in Owensboro. Well, I'm a lover of museums and I go to a lot of museums around here. I love the Anniston Museum of Natural History. I love the Berman Museum in Anniston. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. And if you've never been there and you're from here, you should check it out. It's very awesome. But I especially love museums of art because I love art. Okay, um, you know, any place you can go see an authentic piece of art by somebody like Picasso or Rembrandt, I'm all for that. So, you know, here, and I've never been told otherwise, I take pictures in the museum. I like to take pictures of what I'm looking at so I can remember and be like, oh, look, I seen Hitler's tea set. Oh, look, there's Napoleon's hairbrush. You know, and if you're friends with either one of us on Facebook, there are entire albums of us taking pictures of exactly almost everything in everything. the museum. So I think going in here, okay, we walk in, and of course this is a museum that's not all just art. It's half art, half sculpture, half Americano, um, basically history, you know, showing like what actual rooms of certain people famous generals and things that had came to Owensboro look right. like and you know China ware and different things like of that sort set up so when you go in it's like you have the sculptures and everything and a couple of pictures well I'm taking pictures of these and a woman's sitting there and she doesn't say anything to me I don't see a sign anywhere of course I never look for one because I don't assume that that's a problem so I'm going through taking pictures da -da 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 -da. look snap snap picture picture we come to the almighty glass case that has a Picasso ceramic vase in it. Legit, A real, legit not a Picasso, right? So I'm excited because I'm an art lover and I'm like, oh, holy shit, it's a Picasso. I got to get a picture of this because it's a Picasso. So I'm standing there and I take a picture of the Picasso. I hear a woman behind me, excuse me, you can't take pictures of that. And I turn around, I'm like, what? And she's like, I'll have to take your camera. Of course, my camera is my phone. And I'm like, no, you're not. And she's like, yes, we can. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm from Alabama. I didn't know any better. 
which in most cases is a pretty strong case. Uh, not many people are going to argue in any instance when you say, I'm from Alabama and I don't know any better. Is anybody going to go, yes, you do. They go, oh, well, I'm, bless your heart. I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, but, uh, but she did, and we got followed around the whole time we were there by the security guard. He stayed within five feet of us the whole time, watching us. Every step we took, he was right there next to us, so it's not like we could have took another picture if we wanted to. No, I mean, but they had some of the coolest outsider art I was dying to take pictures of after that. I was just like, I got to. I got. You're like, no, no, we'll get kicked out. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, we felt like oh, black people in a Korean store. I mean, they we were did. All it was over horrible. Us. They were all over us the whole time, and that was the most. Um, I don't know. That was the most craziest experience because I have never had anybody tell me I couldn't take pictures. Like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna go become Picasso and and paint on some ceramic just like that and sell it? I mean, yeah. am I that good? Um, but what's funny is uh, after that, uh, a few weeks after that, I was talking to another guy that worked for the same company I did. It spent a little bit of time in Owensboro, and him and his wife he went there as well. And they literally grabbed their camera and did, I guess because it was your phone, they weren't comfortable doing that. I don't know, but they grabbed their camera and deleted every picture they had taken, not only of the Picasso but everything else. Like they deleted it all out, and uh, he was. He was bummed out that we had, we actually because I was like yeah ours are on Facebook like we <laughs> we posted <laughs> yeah like, I got I got a picture of thug the life baby we got the yeah Picasso on Facebook <laughs> you know take that Jimmy Blaylock but um, yeah so that was an interesting experience how often you come close to getting kicked out of a museum because of a Picasso but, uh, we got to see <laughs> a, a real legit Picasso in person and we have a picture of it. We do. And I guess we can say we're one of very few people that do because they clearly don't allow people to do that. They frown on it heavily. Yeah, it's it's apparently a big deal. Uh, you can't take pictures of Picasso. So, but we were about uh, thirty-five minutes from Evansville, Indiana, which um, I had always heard of all my life because, again, me being uh, a huge Memphis wrestling fan, their loop, you know, was Memphis, Nashville. Louisville, Kentucky, and then Evansville, Indiana, so I'd always heard of that place. So it was a lot bigger than Owensboro. Now Evansville was as big as Huntsville, um, or very close to it. And so uh, when we when we did have a little bit of money to go, you know, bigger balling than IGA Chicken Fingers, we would go to uh, Evansville and either have Steak and Shake, or we would go one time we went they had a uh, a jimmy buffett themed restaurant margaritaville and uh we went there and it was uh it was awesome but unfortunately we didn't discover that till right at the tail end of our our mm -hmm. tenure in in kentucky and we only got together one time but i did discover the f5 margarita and it was definitely an f5 it was the bomb yeah i was drunk very drunk you were you were <laughs> That was one of a couple of times that, that there was any drunkenness. Uh, well, you know, I mean, we kind of had to drink. I mean, what else was there for us to do? We're out in the middle of a bumfuck town like Lewisport uh, with nothing nothing around us of any kind of fun. I mean, you pretty much, the, it's a town that closes the doors and rolls up everything at 6 o'clock. So, you know, and it's not like there was any kind of nightlife or... Uh, fun activities to be had around there other than going to the laundromat and watching weirdos watch people fold their clothes. Well, but. I mean, 
one instance we ran into, I can't remember exactly how long we had been there, but not very long. Um, one night at, I guess it was maybe like 11 o'clock at night, maybe it was closer to midnight. I think it started around 11. I started having these horrible, horrible abdominal pains and uh, we didn't have any anything for me to take and so you get on your phone and Google trying to find you know where somewhere you can go so short of driving all the way to Owensboro I guess this was your first trek to Pell, Tell City in Indiana yeah, so I guess this had to be probably like the first two weeks we were there it then. was the first month we were there and it was the first time I ever went that late at night somewhere because it was like two in the morning and I ended up going over to Tell City, which was closer than going to Owensboro. Because I didn't know very much about Owensboro either, but I knew that when I had Googled it, there was a Walmart within, like, I think it said 11 miles. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to this, this Walmart, and I cross over the bridge in Indiana. I'm kind of freaking out a little bit because it's so late in the morning, and I'm by myself, and it's the first time. And you had, like, less than a quarter of a tank of gas. Exactly. I'm about to run out of gas. So... I come into Tell City, and as you come into Tell City, you, I mean, it looks like you're in, like, somebody's backyard. It's got, like, a little tiny road that goes into the main part of town, and there's houses just, like, crammed together, and it's very shady looking that late at night. So I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to end up running out of gas in the middle of the night here. I can't get back. I don't know where I'm at. I'm, I'm going down this road, I come over a hill, and poof, there's the Walmart. And I'm like nearly crying because it's just like, oh my God, it's the Walmart. Hmm. So I go to the Walmart, I get what I got to get. I ask the cashier lady, I'm like, hey, I'm almost out of gas. I'm not from here. Where is there a gas station that I can get gas at this late? And she's like, well, there's a Circle K up the road. Uh, I would suggest if you're paying with debit card, do it at the pump, get it and go. Right. So when she said that, I freaked out because I was like, oh my God, what am I going into? So <laughs> yeah. apparently, um, Tail City is nice during the day, but it's not so fantastic at night. Um, it seemed very quiet. I mean, I didn't see a lot of people out at that late in the morning, but um, it, you know, I mean, it's just not a place you want to go not knowing where yeah. you're going and not knowing. Oh my God! Am I going to be able to get and back? And you're in a car and... with an Alabama tag, so they know you're not from there. Exactly. So that that was my first experience of Indiana was was going over at two to three o'clock in the morning, searching for pain medicine, trying to get gas in my car, not be stranded out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm just balled up in the bed in a you know fetal position, listening to a Mark Marin podcast. Like I couldn't even get in the car. It's like the worst pain. We we finally come to realize I had a kidney stone I guess but at the time we didn't I thought I was dying like literally gonna die but um we were you know I kind of trailed off into that but I said something about one of a couple times we were ever drunk there um one of the days where I had a half day off we went and ate lunch and looked across the way where we were at and there was a liquor store and we was like well let's go in there and see what there is to see and so we went there and bought a few things and Drove way back out to our apartment in BFE and uh, started partaking of some of that. And the main thing I remember about that whole evening is us just being just shit housed, watching planes, trains, and automobiles, and then afterwards being just so sick 
the, the, the whole apartment's just spinning, and I, I'm pretty sure again, <laughs> much like before, like me instance we were just talking about, I was pretty sure I was going to die. Well, I kind of think we might have been borderline uh, alcohol poisoning because that was 125 proof vodka we were slamming yeah. that night. So um, I still to this day can't drink vodka properly. Uh, if I get a taste of it, I, I want to puke. Uh, much like tequila, I can't have tequila anymore because of our um, incident on Baltimore when we finally did move back to Alabama. That was yeah, that was bad. Well, that's another story for bad. another day. But yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> but uh, and I'm pretty sure if if we, if the cat could have drank, she would have too. Cause she was she was pretty depressed in that apartment because you you didn't get to go out much, but at least you got to go out some. And then there's the day she looked out the window and witnessed you petting another cat out there. Oh, that was nearly the was end. Yeah. Beside herself. But anyway, that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But, but, you know, the one thing I did find interesting about living up there, okay, here, you know, we've grown accustomed to certain things. You, you notice that at Christmas, not many people light their houses up. Halloween, not many people decorate anymore. Yeah. You might have one or two houses that do it. Up there, every house does it yeah they are real big in the holidays and i like that because you know it made it feel like when it was christmas it, it was christmas and then halloween was just fantastic because you know everybody was in that spirit trick-or-treaters you know we had tons you weren't there because you were yeah. working but i mean i had tons of trick-or-treaters that came to the apartment and got candy just the streets were just mm -hmm. filled with them and I mean, it was just, it was different. It was like back in 1983, like when I was a kid, when we used to go do that all the time. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember that Halloween. I got there after all the trick-or-treaters, but I remember that's when we bought our big screen TV. I uh, bought it from the lot because somebody had traded it in on a car, and I got a good deal on it. And uh, I brought it home, and we watched uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween on it. It was the first thing we ever watched on it. Yeah. And I don't know why it stands out in, in my mind as, as just from Halloween that year. But um, yeah, I mean, we got to we got to experience some some cool things up there. Like I say, I think if he hadn't told me to tell you not to get a job, like if you would have been out and about more like if you if we'd have lived if we wouldn't have got the apartment way out there if like we'd have lived in Owensboro um you might not have, have got so burnt out on it you know just being out there in that little apartment with nothing to do no cable uh, that's another thing to point out too no like, internet we had no cable we had no internet we lived nine months <laughs> with no internet granted we had it on our phone I mean we were yeah. like cave people yeah we went through data like crazy <clears throat> yeah we burned the hell we out had of some, to. some we data had to. but I mean so for nine months, we lived off our DVD collection. We felt like the Amish. So yeah, really. <laughs> speaking so, of the, speaking of the Amish, though, um, I thought it was funny that when we first came into Kentucky, that you would see these big barns and farms, and they'd have these like quilt patterns up on the barn, and you know, I thought it, I thought it was funny because I didn't know what they were, and you would see different. Every one had they were different designs. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was like Amish, like an Amish mafia or something. Like that's their gang signs. Which was funnier then because that was before there was a stupid ass show called Amish Mafia before there was any inkling of that being a thing. But we you know, really but didn't see the Amish that much. You've seen them in. Um, they were up around Bowling, Bowling Green. Green. Like Bowling you would Green. see buggies on the side of the yeah. interstate up around Bowling Green, and they had 
exit signs for their um, communities where you could go the buy shaker their, villages yeah, yeah. Where you could go buy their stuff and which we never did we never did a good chance to go do we'd we intended to go get some Amish goodies up there and never did, but... Yeah, I really wanted to... I, I don't know. that Some of the places we went to, we went through, you would see things like that, but we didn't have time because we were on a time constraint. Yeah, I mean, like in one instance, because you love to travel, you like seeing new places and you like driving through and experiencing things, as do I. Uh, but that's one thing working for this company. I've done a lot of traveling with you more by myself. Uh, but never have the time to see or enjoy anything because you're on, you know, I got to be there for this meeting and be back to the store and all this. But um, because of you being there with me in this instance, I had made several trips out to Bentonville, Arkansas, which is where our company's based. And no, I don't work for Walmart. Um, but I'd, ha I'd gone out there a few times by myself, but since, you know, you were in Kentucky and you weren't having to work at the time, you were able to go with me. And going the way we did from uh, leaving from Kentucky, in the course of one day to travel to Bentonville, we crossed through um, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, into Arkansas, which like you were just giddy. Like once I told you where and when we were going and you got to Googling it, you were super excited because we got to go through St. Louis. Got to see the arch. Yeah, we saw the arch. We saw a lot of things that if I hadn't have been up there during that time, we might not have ever seen. We have to travel on Route 66. You know, you hear about that when you're a kid, and there was a TV show on Nick at Night back in the day, you know, and all that. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, like, it was cool, but I mean, we how many things did we see? Like, oh, we got to come back and see that someday. Oh, we got to come back and see that someday. Uh, because there just wasn't time to stop and see. I mean, like we were probably an hour and a half away from. Uh, oh gosh, what's the place where everybody Branson, Branson that has all those yeah. theaters and all them those things? Yes, we've see. seen signs for like six hundred miles for Branson. For Branson, yeah, it was. For, what was the other thing? Uh, Mammoth Caverns. Mammoth Caverns. And I'm telling you, by the time we seen that last sign, I was like, God damn it, I better see a fucking cavern. Cause I mean, it was literally like it was bad. Every couple of miles, there was a billboard for just miles and miles and miles. And we I went am through, mad, though. Uh, I, I, I am still mad because you didn't take me to the Hoover Vacuum Cleaner Museum in Missouri. Well, I heard it sucked. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, we, we, went through, <laughs> we went through Springfield and saw the original uh, Bass Pro Shop outdoor world. Oh, it's huge, you know, too. Oh, that so one's huge. been around since I was a kid. I was very I used disappointed. To see of it. I, w I was disappointed they didn't have enough more Simpson stuff, though. They had, like, one sign that had yeah. Homer on it and, yeah. and one that had Bart, and that was it. I'm like, it's Springfield. It's Springfield. We stopped there at the Perkins restaurant, which you're a fan of. Yes, Perkins, Perkins has good Eggs Benedict, and I love their muffins. They have awesome muffins. And good pies, as well. They do have good pies. Um... Don't go to the one in Knoxville. The service it's, is horrible. It sucks terribly. But uh, you know, it's it, they do have good food if you can get past the service at some of them. But that's they, you can say that about a lot of restaurants. Yeah. But anyway, we passed a lot of a lot of cool things that I would love to go back someday and and see. We took a wrong turn in St. Louis and ended up like right in, in the ghetto. The ghetto. Uh, <laughs> but like the Griswolds. But luckily, all our hubcaps were still intact when we got out of there and. 
didn't have any graffiti on the car, but oh boy, did they have it all over everything. Everything there. Flaming it's, it's kind of cheese. surreal. Like it was kind of uh, yeah. distracting driving through there because you're trying to take it all in, but yet you're trying to concentrate on the road. But you're just seeing stuff off to your peripheral. It's kind of surreal looking at stuff you normally only see on TV. And the fact that we pull up to a red light and you see all this graffiti and homeless and flaming garbage cans. And then they have a Ruth Chris Steakhouse, which is a very top dollar, hundred dollar steakhouse right here on the corner. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, there wasn't really a divide between ghetto and the fancy stuff, which is weird because they're usually spaced out. Uh, but one moment we're passing homeless people and then the most expensive steakhouse in town is like literally a half right mile, there. you know, half a block away. So. so that was interesting. And then speaking of Bentonville, um, I'm hoping one day to take you back there with me because they have a very big art and history museum that they yeah. took us through for like work. They took us through for work. They uh, have the Norman like, Rockwells in theirs. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of expensive art that the Walton family have purchased over the mm -hmm. years and put in there. Yeah, and you can't take pictures of it either. <clears throat> no, you can't take pictures, but I would love for you to go in there and see it sometime. I know you'd enjoy it. So hopefully uh, somehow we can finagle me taking you back there with me one day if I, if I have to go back. Um, I'm sure I will in some form. Uh, but anyway, that's another whole other podcast. But, um, you know, like I say, we spent nine months there, and there's so much more things that I would have liked to have seen and experienced. But I, I, don't, I don't regret it at all. Like, I wouldn't trade it because it's so far, you know, all my life I've either lived in Mississippi or I've lived in Alabama. And like I say, it's not the other side of the world, and most people still consider it the South if they are actually up North. <clears throat> but it was a very different experience for both of us. We got to experience different seasons. Like, you know, the winter up there was a lot colder. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and people didn't lose their mind in the snow. Like, except for me. Life went, well, you did, obviously. But, <laughs> I mean, but life went on. You got up, you went to work, kids went to school. Um, they had snow plows that plowed the roads. They have a snow, they have a snow route. Snow route, which I didn't know what that was when we moved there. And, a woman at the IGA clued me in one day. She's like, you know, I talk to people when I go to the store. So she she's like, where are you from? You don't, you're not from here. I can tell. I said, yeah, I'm from Alabama. She's, oh, wow. You're, <laughs> you're in for a treat when it starts snowing. And I said, well, what does that mean? Because I didn't think we were close enough up north to get the big snow. Yeah. And, and we didn't um, get big snow. We didn't while we were there, but they did after we left. Yeah, and the following year. Yeah, the fun. following year was terrible for them, I think. But... You know, she was like, well, hun, uh, I know you've seen the signs in town that say snow route. You know, I hope you know what those are. And I'm like, uh, no, I've been wondering. Like, I'm like, snow route. <laughs> What's a snow route? And she's like, that's one side of the road they plow off, and that's what you're allowed to drive on when it snows. I'm like, so it gets that deep. You have to have a snow route. She's like, exactly. And I'm yeah, like, because you can't oh. snow every little road there. I'm like, oh, my God, because here... We don't get that, and here we don't have the equipment to deal with that type of snow situation. Obviously, when we had the the snow, everybody lost their minds over, and the ice and all the other stuff. Yeah, and they're trying to get more of that down here. I think they had a little more of this past year than what they've they had did. in the past. They're they're trying to get there because I mean it was pretty amazing to me because I'm telling you uh, what I went to work in a couple of different times would have just shut the whole damn state down down here. I mean there's there, 
Oh yeah, you're it. talking about the roads would be um, glassed over with ice, you know, like two inches thick ice. Working in a car lot, I'm out there with a with a uh, scraper, scraping off the windows and scraping snow off so that we can still go on test drives in the snow. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were people that came up wanting to buy a car and freaking I'm in snow ankle deep, and they're asking about buying a damn car. So you know, we sold them, but it's just different because down here everybody's mentality is just. Oh my God! There's snow. Let's just shut it down. Grab the milk and the bread and get in the house, and and let's not do any. Let's not function until it goes away. Yeah, nothing closes. From what I see, nothing closes up there. Like no, everything's I'd open. People just, go on like normal. There were school buses going down the snow route, still taking yep. the kids to school. Like everything yep. just rocked on, and um, you know, and, and as they told me, because I was just looking on in amazement, telling them how oh my, you know, my state would have shut down. They're like. It does it too much up here. You can't shut down because you, know, you would spend half the year making up, you know, making up time. Yeah, your business would suffer. So, I mean, that was that was kind of neat to experience. But like I say, uh, if you ever have the chance to go to Kentucky, um, I recommend it. It's, it's would, a nice state. I would suggest going during the fall if I was going to go because that was the nicest time. I mean, the the weather was not cold, but it was cool and it was nice and just. It felt like fall there. Like here, I can't tell when it's fall sometimes. Wow. And there, it just, I don't know, the leaves turned perfect. Everything yeah. felt like the season you were in to me. That's true. And I, I don't know if it was a matter of you being indoors more, you not being exposed to people as much. But, you know, your allergies and sinuses and all that was stuff, way like, better. you didn't have near the way trouble better. you have down here. I oh, mean, my sinuses are terrible. That's the one year I can say yeah. that you didn't get just deathly sick and have a sinus. You know, usually you have a couple of sinuses. I went out in the snow year. in my flip-flops yeah, and didn't get pneumonia, so. I don't, I don't advise <laughs> to anyone, but, yeah, she did. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I say, we lived off DVDs. You watched a lot of old wrestling when I was home. A lot of old mystery science theaters, and during the day when I wasn't there, you watched a lot of Sex in the City, a lot of King of Queens, because I had a series DVD set. Uh, And Seinfeld. We purchased, yeah, Yeah. we purchased some seasons of Seinfeld, and you watched a lot of those. I think the thing we watched the most there that I remember was the um, the WCW, the Clash of the Champions. Yeah, I'd say we watched every Clash of the Champions at least once. At least once, and we watched every Chikara. Yeah, nearly. we went on um, the Chikara binge. Yeah, we did. And, I mean, so much so that we had identified who the ice creams are. And I can't name that on a podcast because I'm sure Quackenbush would come back and kill me. But, um, that... <laughs> well, Too late. Yeah, well, we, we, we know who the ice creams are. We knew the mannerisms of just, I mean, you... We watched it so much. I mean, we had every move set down of everybody in Chikara. Yeah. It was like, it was crazy. It was just crazy. Yeah, we we watched a lot of DVDs up there and everything. and uh, But it was it was interesting living without internet. Cause, I mean, there's only so much, especially then, that you can do on your phone. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Well, but, you know, you uh, you did a lot of writing up there. I uh, did. Which, I actually, unfortunately, has been lost. In the, I actually wrote know, nine but, chapters of a book. Mm-hmm. I had started. Uh, I had nine chapters written, and it was it was good. It was really good. It was. It was very good. And the computer just crashed, and now I have chapter four, and I think chapter three, no chapter one and two, mm-hmm. 
in no chapter five and six. I have seven and eight. So it's like it took half my chapters and they're gone somewhere and I've got only just mix and match chapters. Yeah. So, so Yeah, I gotta start that that's, over. That's unfortunate, but you know, it did give you time to focus on that sort of thing and Oh uh, yeah, you had all the time in the world to be creative. I I even uh developed some of my cooking. Uh, you know, well, as I was say, that was a cool thing for me. Was um, you know, you would look up recipes and cook them. So I would come home from work after working ten or eleven hours, and you know, I'd be a surprise of what I was going to walk into. Hey, I tried this, you know, and so I'd get something new to try, and uh, and that was cool. And so you know, you developed a lot of new a lot of new dishes up there that, that still to this day that that you cook. And uh, like I say, it wasn't, you know, we were so ready to get the hell out of there by the end of it. It might have seemed like we were bitter that, you know, that it sucked. But looking back on it, um, uh, you know, I, I would do it again for at least that amount of time. It was, it was interesting. And like I say, we got to see some sights we wouldn't have saw. We got to enjoy it in different environment. And, uh, you know, now we're back in Alabama. And... Yeah. Although I'm glad Alabama's starting to get Trader Bob's, we had Trader Bakers in Kentucky. Yeah, that's something. We, yeah, that's something and we forgot to mention. Yeah, I love the Trader Bakers. Oh, that's the greatest thing ever. It's like, it's almost like a a flea market indoors where people rent booths and they sell things at each one. And it may be you know crafts or it may be art, it may be clothes, it may be this, maybe that. But it's such a variety of things in in those that it, it would take us all day to go in one and just go through it well because what was cool like down here and i i've and this probably makes me a, a bad person for this area but i've never been to mountaintop i've never been to what is it over here freaking uh halfway to uh, collinsville? collinsville or whatever well I've been to a couple of these flea markets, but I ain't been to the main one that all everybody goes to over here. Yeah, but here's the difference, Gaston, though. And that's getting to that. It's full of it's all full of bullshit. Yeah. Like people trying to sell bootleg DVDs and speakers and, car, and just cell random, phone accessory yeah, cases and just fake crap, pocketbooks. Just fucking and, crap. Yeah. But like you would go in these, and they had one in they had one in Owensboro, they had one in Evansville, they had one in Henderson. Um. They had them just about in every every little town, every little there town in Kentucky them. had one. Um, I don't remember if we ever went there, but I know we looked it up, and they did have one over at uh, Bowling Green as well. But they were there's such neat little odd stuff, you know, especially like you know, like we were talking about in the last couple episodes, like stuff from our childhood, things you haven't seen in years, or things you've only heard of and you haven't actually ever seen. And Yeah, and it was a great place for outsider art and weird oddities yeah. and stuff. I, I'm a lover of some outsider art. And I think the greatest thing I ever found at one of those that I never got to buy was Jesus Space Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a picture of that somewhere. But yeah, uh, and that's the thing. Like I, we, uh, we bought a lot of knick-knack crap from those from those places but mostly um we went and just took pictures of stuff and posted it on facebook and, yeah because it was funny i mean and, you know old albums and stuff that you all just, kinds of weird stuff yeah stuff that you um, just don't you don't find even at you know yard sales and things like that i mean it was just it was unique it's very different but that was one of our our great uh, loves was to go and 
we'd find out where new ones of those were we'd go check those out and then you know the cd trading stores we'd go yeah they had a lot out. of those that was mm -hmm. interesting you could find some because you don't odd things. you don't quite have those here anymore like you used to you used to have a lot of cd stores and then now there's there's none hardly not um, really because i mean everybody's went to getting things off itunes and uh the different google plays and things of that sort they've all went digital yeah um i'm still all you got left right here anymore is replays and they're just mostly old games like they've weeded out most of the cds and stuff and yeah and it's even games nobody wants yeah it's not even like it's good games most of the fyes have shut down yeah, we still have one of those, I think. I think the one in is still around. The one in uh, Owensboro shut down while we were there, and I uh, managed to buy a few cool things as it was closing down at a discounted price that I was pretty psyched about. Oh, yeah. Greg the Bunny DVD set that you were surprised with. Oh, I love Greg the Bunny. <laughs> Greg the Bunny's awesome. So we're winding down. We're almost out of time. So, you know, one of everybody's favorite segments of the show is... Rosie's random facts. So what have you got for us this week on our Kentucky episode? Well, my random fact is a little fact about Indiana, since it was so close to us and we did travel to it quite a bit. There is a place in Indiana called Santa Claus, Indiana. And it is holiday oriented. It is full of Santa Claus as it is the home of Holiday World Amusement Park. We went, uh, we got to check that out. We didn't go during their own season, so all the rides were closed down. Yeah, we went on like a Sunday We went on like a sun Sunday afternoon, so we just kind of drove through and just looked at everything. I mean, they literally have these little Santa Clauses all over town, and it's it's yeah, I mean, just it's, all holiday themed. It's like a Christmas-themed town, and uh, I know I've, I've seen in... Uh, a couple of his books and a couple of his posts online. I know Mick Foley's been there a couple of times because you know he's a huge Santa Claus fan and, and a fan of Christmas in general. I know he's been there, and um, it was. I mean, it was interesting because when we went, it was probably what September or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't was... anywhere close to mm -hmm. Christmas time. And, no. But he still had the Santa Clauses everywhere, and it's the whole. It's like a, a town that just celebrates Christmas year round. And the theme park looked like something I would have loved to have gone to when I was a kid. Oh, it was, sure. it was cool. It was really cool. And there's pictures. I'll try to find them and Adam uh, put them up with this podcast as well. But there's pictures of us because when you come in, it said, Welcome to Santa Claus, Indiana. And there's a big Santa Claus there. So obviously, we had to take our pictures next to that. Oh, of course. And uh, yeah, but yeah, that was very interesting to see. I mean, it's definitely not something you get to experience a whole, a whole Christmas themed town in Indiana, no less. Exactly. In the middle of nowhere in indiana too which was i don't know a lot of things were that way though you'd drive forever and you'd see you know cornfields and sunflower fields and tobacco fields for as far as you could see and we got to cross and the huge bridge over the ohio river yes you know you would tell you we'd go to the small bridge to go to tell city yes but when we went off like there it was like a big, big ginormous bridge. bridge that you could see for miles past the nuclear power plant that you were always uh paranoid but it was a nuclear power yeah, plant it was hydroelectric hydroelectric <laughs> but it had the big stack it and, does and look the way that it blew out into the sky it looked like 
Homer Simpson. Simpson well, it, probably it looked there. like Belafonte, like what we have here. It, yeah. it looked like you know the nuclear power plant. So, so yeah, our, our first week or so there, you were pretty paranoid, like, well, this thing's gonna blow us just clean off the freaking map, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> well, it's apparently been there a while. Yeah, so I made it my my destiny while I was there to research uh, what that was and you know were we gonna die? So yeah, and, <laughs> and we didn't. So all right, so we're winding down to the very end now. And oh. we got to get to uh, your music. Oh, well, my music has nothing related with Kentucky whatsoever, unless uh, people in Kentucky actually listen to it. But I'm sure they do, because everybody does. Um, I purchased the new album by Yellow Wolf, uh, Love Story, this week. And I've been jamming in. It's really good. I have to say, it is a very, very good album. If you're not a fan of his previous works, Love Story is different. Uh, every song on it I found to be good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, he's got the, the single that's out now. I know everybody's heard American You, which is, <laughs> if you've heard the radio version, it is nothing like the album version. <laughs> if you didn't know, it goes, do, 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 fuck you two. Yeah. <laughs> so, you well, know, just so you know, it is very, is all explicit. It has cussing in just about every song. Uh, don't buy it for your kids. But it is a good a good album if you are into rap and hip-hop. And he's a native of where? Gadsden, Alabama, my hometown. Your hometown where you go to work every day of the week now. Exactly. He is from there. So he he's is. Representing the, the Gad Rock, as y'all call it. Gad Rock up in the house. For shizzle. For sizzle. <laughs> so there you have it. That was our experience living in Kentucky. Like I say, if you have the opportunity to go visit there or go live there for a few months, I'd say go for it. It's a, it's a nice place. It's different. And uh, it's, uh, like I say, a place I'd like to go back and see a few more things that we didn't really get a chance to see while we were there. Yeah, like that Abraham birthplace that we didn't have cash money to go into. Yeah. And they turned us away because they didn't have an ATM. Go figure. The Abraham Lincoln uh, Museum didn't have a, a debit card machine. And I so mean, they quickly granted, it was to, set in the 1800s. So, I mean, I guess they really lived that because they didn't have ATMs. Well, I'm uh, sure they didn't have regular cash money like we have now either. But Anyway, we got turned away, so we didn't get to see it. We saw the outskirts of it, but we didn't get to go in and, and really experience it like I know you would have like to and, and I would have as well but who knows maybe we can rectify that on a, on a trip there one day but that's all for this week's episode we'll be back next week talking about who knows what we haven't determined that yet but we'll have another fun show going like I said check us out on iTunes subscribe so you don't have to go look us up every week it'll come right to you and if you don't have iTunes check us out on Stitcher Radio because it had those little players they're really easy to listen to, and uh, Google Play, we're on there as well. So, no excuse not to listen to the Jackson Reaction podcast. There's just too many ways to hear it now for you to say that you can't. So, any any last minute words of wisdom from the real Rosie J? Add me on Twitter. That's it, real Rosie J on Twitter, and uh, see what kind of fun things she's tweeting out now and then you can follow me on twitter too at vince hates us all but i'm gonna be honest i don't tweet a lot i need to start tweeting more but i don't tweet a whole lot uh you can go on uh <clears throat> instagram gene jackson 95 i'm on there you can see pictures of my cats and other random weird crap that i post on there i don't post a 
whole lot on there either, but it's there if you want to. And then, like I say, you can always add me on Facebook at facebook.com slash king of all wrestling media. I'll add anybody, but I'll delete you if you're an asshole. So that's the way that works. So for Rose Jackson, I'm Gene Jackson. We will see you next week once again on the Jackson Reaction Podcast. Wild card, bitches!